the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the Pods Moving and Storage Studios. It's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Jade Washaw, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today, and you are listening to a Baby Steps Millionaire's Theme Hour. A lot going on in that title. We're going to be taking calls from people who have a net worth of $1 million or greater only. You are welcome to call if that is you. The phone number is 888-825-5225. You are calling because we want to interview you and learn a little bit about your wealth, how it got there, where it came from, and uh, where real millionaires come from. There's a lot of mythology out there about where wealth comes from. It's all inherited. You have to be a rock star, a country music star, a uh, sports figure in order to be a millionaire. Uh, uh, only crooks become millionaires. <laughs> all wealthy people are crooked. That's they stole their money. Uh, all these other absurd mythology items that are running around the culture that people believe. And the problem when you believe them is, is it makes you think it's not for you. Mm-hmm. And the purpose of this show is to show you the truth. Mm-hmm. Where do millionaires really come from? By talking to real millionaires. I don't want to talk to your broke brother-in-law. I know he has an opinion and he votes wrong. We don't even need to ask him. Okay. I want to talk to real millionaires, people who've really done it. A net, a millionaire is by definition, a net worth of $1 million or greater. Your net worth is an accounting figure. It is not a feeling. It is not a moral construct. Your net worth is what you own minus what you owe equals net worth not a salary it's not a salary it's not an income it's definitely not your freaking fico score Mm, and so it's really just your assets minus your liabilities the net of those two things the net worth of those two things when it is greater than one million dollars you are by definition a millionaire well a million dollars isn't enough this is not a discussion of that this is a discussion of do you have a million dollar net worth Mm -hmm. well it's not a real million dollar net worth unless it's all in cash no you're wrong that is not the definition if you want to (laughs) define something as a cash millionaire that's fine but real estate counts any asset that can be sold and turned into money counts that's called an asset Mm -hmm. minus any liability any debt that you have net 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 is a million dollars or greater you're a millionaire mark is in chicago our first millionaire hey mark what's your net worth Hi, Dave. Thanks for having me on. Uh, $2.9 million. Very good. Give me a little breakdown by category. How much in each of the different things? Uh, my retirement is about $1.6. Um, other savings outside is about a million. And my house is worth about point three. Three, $300,000 house. Okay, cool. Uh, uh, how old are you? 65. Good for you. And how much of this $2.9 million did you inherit? Uh, 100000 Okay. At what point did you inherit 100000 How wealthy were you when you got that? Uh, probably was worth a little over a million dollars at the time. Oh, so you already, you already had the ball rolling. Yeah. <laughs> so we can, is it safe to, is it a correct statement then to say you are not a millionaire because of inherited money? 
That is correct. Okay, good. So uh, what was your uh, range of income in your working life, your worst year and your best year working? Um, averaged about 90000 when I started after I graduated from undergrad. My starting salary was $12,600 a year. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then probably within the last couple of years before I retired, maybe about 180. Good for you. And what was your career? Uh, certified public accountant. CPA. Mm-hmm. Good, good. Yes. So I assume you have an accounting degree, four-year degree. Yes. What was your GPA? Um, 3.5. Okay, cool. Good. And then, uh, and then I went on after a couple of years to get my master's in taxation. Ah, very good. <laughs> very good. Mm-hmm. Are you a book reader or a TV watcher? Um, neither, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. More reading, uh, obviously the tax law and the changes and so on. That counts. And, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> some of the trade journals. Okay. All right. So what advice would you give to the 25-year-old CPA out there that's listening? Can they still become worth $3 million when they're 65? If so, what should they do? Well, you need to have some goals in life, and that's what I started out, that I had some goals, and then you figure out a plan to achieve those goals, and you stick with it, and you need discipline. Without the discipline, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Okay. Did you have fun in your life? I mean, did you go on vacations and enjoy nice things, or did you live in a cave yeah. and collect lint? <laughs> no, 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 no. We uh, we had fun, and one of the plans that I had when I graduated uh, from undergrad, one of my goals was to own racehorses, which after saving for a number of years, I've been able to do, and that's still part of the fun in our life besides traveling. How many horses do you own? Right now, I own fifty uh, percent of one standard bread. Wow! And that that horse would be valued at what? Yeah, right now she's probably worth about twenty grand tops. Ah, okay, all right. So that's truly hobby stuff. Excellent. Well, well, no, no, no. It's a trader business. We try to make money at it. I know, <laughs> I know, but it's not. If you told me she's a half million dollar horse and you owned half of it, I'd out of two point nine million. That's a, but I mean, this is a, you, your share is ten thousand dollars. So, yeah, this is fun. It's fun, is what your point is. Yes. Yeah. Good for yes. you, man. I'm proud Very of you, cool. hero. You went out and did it. Live the American dream, man. It can be done, Jade. I mean, he started making twelve thousand dollars a year. I love that. When he when he started his working life, that's just amazing. Yeah, I mean, I know it was a different time, but golly. Yeah, it was a different time, but it's uh, not a different time now. And he made 180. Okay. So, I mean, so how did he become wealthy? What do you say? Steady. Slow and steady. Slow and steady. Discipline, personal Mm -hmm. discipline. I got to believe he was dead averse. Yeah. The largest study of millionaires ever done in North America, done here at Ramsey, airtight research, had outside research firms looking over our shoulder to make sure we weren't getting into some kind of confirmation bias or or violating some methodologies because we're really good at research, but we want to be triple sure. This is airtight research. In other words, if you don't agree with the conclusions, you're what's known as wrong. (laughs) Okay. 79% of America's millionaires did not receive a dime of inheritance. That's eight out of 10. Another 5% received a small inheritance like $5,000. Another received a substantial inheritance like Mark of $100,000 after they were already millionaires. Five and five and 79 is 89. 
90% of America's millionaires are mathematically not millionaires because of inheritance. Nine out of ten times. You know what that says to the rest of you? That you can do it. And you should do it. This is the Baby Steps Millionaires theme hour on The Ramsey Show. With more frequency than you know, I get calls and emails from people dealing with the recent loss of a spouse or a parent. You can hear the struggle and the heartache they've been experiencing. And at a time they should be grieving, what breaks my heart the most is the strain and tension they're going through because of money, especially when it's a situation that could have been avoided. If you have a family, it is your responsibility to have term life insurance. It is one of the things you do to show you care. And yes, this is an ad for Xander Insurance. But since this is one of the most effective ways I have to get my point across, so be it. For over 25 years, I've been telling you about the importance of term life insurance and protecting your family. Listen, you need to check out Xander.com or call them at 800-356-4282. I can't say it enough. Protect your family. It's what you're supposed to do. Go to Xander.com or call 800-356-4282. Jade Walshaw, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. This is a Baby Steps Millionaires theme hour. Ken is in Los Angeles. Hi, Ken. What's your net worth? Hey, Uncle Dave. It is so awesome to be talking to you. I can't believe this is happening. You too, sir. Uh, Thank you. My net worth is, thank God, it is $1.5 million. Yay! All right, right, give me a little breakdown by category. Yeah, it is 10% real estate, uh, all paid for, and the rest, 90%, is in index funds, low-cost index funds. Okay, so you said, said, how much is in real estate? About 150K. Oh, $150,000 in real estate. Okay, and then, so uh, 1.3 in mutual funds? Uh, in low-cost index funds. Yeah, okay. That yeah. would be oh. mutual funds, yes. Okay. All right, cool. And how old are you? Uh, I am 42, and my wife is 43. Okay, excellent. And how much of this did you inherit? <laughs> uh, I wish. No. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, it's the opposite, because I helped my, well, me and my wife, we helped my mom and dad back home uh, during their bankruptcy. So we inherited nothing, absolutely nothing, not a dime. Where's, where's back home, Ken? Uh, for me, Istanbul. Oh, wow. My wife is Korea. Mm. Yeah, okay. Wow. Okay, zero. So your household income or your working income since you began working, your best year yeah. and your worst year? Oh, worst year, I, I had a disability. I couldn't work for like two, three years. Uh, best year is, thankfully, today, uh, both me and my wife combined income, including bonuses and stock options, of 490K. 490k what do you do for a living uh i'm a software engineer and i own a consulting business on the side and my wife is a uh she's the co-founder ceo of a, of a tech startup oh wow okay all right and the um you have a degree in uh software engineering uh, i have a degree in computer science computer Honestly, science Dave, okay. I, yeah I, I barely like I barely finished high school. I barely finished college, so I'm not the smartest guy in the room, that's for sure. Well, you make four hundred and ninety thousand, something's going right for you. Um the <laughs> what's the what was your GPA? Like as low as possible, like one point five if that even if oh, wow. that's even a path. Yeah. Wow. If that even gets you out. I don't even know how it works. Okay. So uh 
where did the 1.3 million come from? Just pure savings? Uh, saving and investing. Like, I don't think I ever put more than thousand bucks in the stock market at a time. It's just small drops and ended up being a lake today, an ocean perhaps. Wow. What made you believe so strongly that you could do this? Because you went after it, man. Mm-hmm. I did, yeah. You know, I was so broke in college, Dave. I grew up wealthy, uh, you know, my, my mom and dad. Uh, and then I came to U.S. for college. I was just dead broke, and I did not ever, ever want to be broke again. So I saved, I invested, and I read a book that changed my life very early, like in my 20s. You know this book, uh, The Millionaire Next Door. Oh, yeah. Yeah, excellent. Yeah. 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 Tom Stanley's book from 1992. Yeah. 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 That book, I, I owe my wealth to that book today. Yeah, so that, just a slow, steady thousand bucks a month here and there yeah. invested over yeah. time. Good for yeah, you. Exactly. Yeah. Is that the advice you would give to a younger version of you listening? Uh, I would say definitely read more books. Um, and. Yeah, just read more books. Uh, like I, the way I see it, Dave. But there are two topics you have to master in life. One of them is money because you interact with money no matter what. Mm-hmm. And people, not one has to read about money. The other one will be perhaps dealing with people. So those two books, I think people should read about those topics. Yeah, I agree. Good for you, man. Well done. Proud of you, hero. Good work. That's something. Pretty incredible. 42-year-old, $1.5 million net worth. Catherine is in Fort Worth, Texas. Hey, Catherine, what's your net worth? Hey, Dave. Uh, my net worth is $1.2 million. Good for you. Give me a little breakdown by category. Um, so I have, um, it's broken down into cash, real estate, um, a Roth 401k. How much cash? Company. Oh, uh, two ninety three in cash. Okay. About How much in real estate? Six fifty two in real estate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We have 75 in our Roth 401k. Mm-hmm. Um, a hundred thousand in equipment company for one of our side hustles. Mm-hmm. Um, seventy five thousand in cattle because mm-hmm. we live in Fort Worth, mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, twenty two thousand in stocks. Wow, way to go! How old are you? I'm twenty nine. Wow, look at you, uh, a young millionaire. My husband's okay. thirty two, so we we did this together. Yeah, way to go, guys! How much of this did you inherit? Uh, zero dollars. Zero. Okay, cool. And your income uh, since you started working, best year and worst year? Um, our worst year was probably one of our first years out of school, about 95000 um, and now we're up to about 280000 Cool. What's your careers? Um, I'm a nurse practitioner, and he works in construction. Good. Four-year degrees? I'm, I know you have one. <laughs> you, yes, you got a nursing a, a degree. a master's for me. Yeah. Yeah. And he has, um, does and he have a degree husband, in what? Yeah, and uh, I think general studies. So I think he had three minors. <laughs> okay, cool. What was your what was your GPA? Uh, mine was three seven, and his was probably two nine. You got your net worth categories broken down to every detail. Mm-hmm. Uh, that tells me you're tracking <laughs> this closely. What drove you to do that? Yeah, I think uh, you know a lot of it. We we had in our minds that we wanted to be millionaires by the time we were thirty. Um, we started doing your um, baby steps when I was 22. I was just out of college. I made my first big girl purchase of a um, a Range or a Lexus, and um, we were in debt. And we were looking at our our um, bank account and saw that 
you know, we were paying $500 a month and we were like, what are we doing? <laughs> so we started listening to your show um, and the million step, you know, baby step millionaire theme hour was on there. And we were like, you know, this is something that we can make happen if we, we get out of debt. So um, we set it as our goal. My husband was 30 years old in two months <laughs> by the time we became millionaires. And so, um, yeah, it's just always been a goal of ours. Wow. Good for you. Very well done. So you were aiming at it very, very specifically. And the method you used was, of course, getting out of debt and living on less than you make. Right, right. And I think what we really learned through all of this is, um, you know, in baby step one, where you really just do what you can to make that $1,000. Well, we, we took that and just ran with it until, you know, we became millionaires. So, and, you know, it was, it was a thousand dollars and then it was a $2,000, but what we really learned was, you know, how to work and how mm. we really just learned how to make money. That's amazing, man. I just, all I see through this whole equation is intentionality. And I think that's such a huge part of this is knowing, Hey, this is the goal. We're going to do what it takes to accomplish a goal. So how do you, how do you enjoy this? What do you do to enjoy now that you're not just <laughs> like on that grind? Well, well, first of all, we really enjoy working. <laughs> so mm-hmm. that's part of the the problem, but also got us to where we are. Um, but just, I don't know, just sitting in your, your house at the end of the day and saying like, look what, what we've done. And mm-hmm. uh, I don't know, just, I mean, we don't really, we don't really go out to eat at fancy restaurants. We don't, you know, really do all that, that kind of stuff, but mm-hmm. um, you know, just, just but it's not because you can't, be it's because like, it's not because you can't do it. It's because you're, that's just true to your personality. It sounds like. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're the type of people that like take coupons to subway after work and <laughs> do not that kind of it. thing. But, um, I don't know. It's just the, the peace that you have in your mind and knowing that you can set goals and achieve them. Proud of you. Way to go hero. Look at you 30 years old before you're 30, you become millionaires, 30 years old, $1.2 million in net worth. Why? Uh, listen to this podcast, do this millionaire theme hour seven, eight years ago when they're 22 years old out of school and said, oh, wait a minute, $500 Lexus payment is for a moron. I'm not a moron. <laughs> That's textbook. I'm going to get out of debt so I can be a millionaire by the time I'm 30. Mm. Yeah, but Dave Ramsey's stuff's only for poor people. We don't Come help on. people get rich. We don't know. Nobody knows who gets rich doing this. Only her. Wow. So impressive. This is the Ramsey Show. Finding a high quality real estate agent can be tough, but it can be even tougher when you're trying to find one in another city or another state where you don't have connections. If you're relocating, you already got your hands full. You don't have time to search high and low for the perfect real estate agent, but this isn't the time to just roll the dice and let Google finds you a dime a dozen agent and you don't want to hire someone's aunt Linda who just got a real estate license or worse than that Karen (laughs) (laughs) don't settle for average you need an agent you can trust to help you make strong decisions and smart decisions we call these agents Ramsey trusted Uh, and that's because they're agents we trust you know why we trust them they're the best in the industry they sell a ton of houses they're not brand new in the business they're top of the business they're going to take care of you because they know how to do that yeah you don't have the time or energy to waste and you don't want to get with somebody who's just getting i mean this is you got to get somebody knows what they're doing okay Mm -hmm. ramsey solutions.com slash agents 
It'll get you a Ramsey trusted real estate agent. RamseySolutions.com slash agents. This is a Baby Steps Millionaires theme hour. We're talking to real millionaires, people who have a net worth of greater than $1 million. A net worth is defined as your assets minus your liabilities. What you own minus what you owe equals your net worth. If you have a million-dollar income and no money, you are not a millionaire. Your income does not cause this to happen. I heard an idiot congressman the other day say, well, he's not a millionaire. He doesn't make a million dollars a year. Oh, no. And I'm like, this is how do we elect people like you that are illiterate? But, yeah, it's unbelievable. That's disheartening. Yes. <laughs> A U.S. congressman. Wow. Woman. Yeah. Yes, yes. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Okay, so we're talking to real ones. If you're a real millionaire, call me. I want to know how you did it. I don't care where it came from. You could have hit the lottery. Uh, you could have gotten inheritance. You could have started a company. Uh, you could have done it slow and steady. I don't care how you did it. I want to know. I want to hear from you what the real story is. The phone number here is 888-825-5225. John is with us in Denver. John, your net worth is what? Uh, right at about two, 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 three, Dave. Excellent. Give me a little breakdown by category. How much in each category? Uh, one, four in uh, IRAs with a uh, an investor uh, investment firm in there in Aiken, South Carolina, where my parents used to live. Mm-hmm. I've got I've got about twenty five k left in my four hundred one k. I moved most of it over since I'm getting ready to retire soon. I moved it over to my investment counselor and then um i've got about 600 grand in equity in my house and 200 grand in a paid off rental property that used to be my parents so Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. okay cool how old are you i am 61 looking forward to 62 in two months good for you good for you and how much of the 2.3 did you inherit uh probably about six hundred thousand dollars dave were you already a millionaire before that happened, or was that before? I, I was already a millionaire. Yes. Okay, so you did not become a millionaire mathematically, your first million, by inheritance. But you did have a nice bump after. Yes, sir. And it yes. sounds like you're referring to your mom and dad. So this was when they passed, I'm guessing. Yes, sir. Okay, cool. And your working lifetime, what was your best income producing year and your worst? Um. Best year was just over five hundred. Okay. And worst was <laughs> would have been one of those early years, you know, uh, probably five hundred and forty eight dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. Okay, cool. And what was your career? I and then, uh, I'm an accountant. I mean, I I run the business operations for a contractor that operates our nation's chemical demilitarization facilities ah okay but you're a cpa or an accountant by trade yes sir and that was your degree was yeah not a cpa just that i'm an accounting major in college yes sir okay got an an mba so okay all right and what was your uh gpa uh undergrad probably somewhere around two nine graduate uh, close to about three nine Good. Yeah, get serious then. Yeah. Okay. And uh okay, so what is your uh you do you hear uh the voices in the culture that we hear telling people this can't be done? Do you know what I'm talking about? I do. Yes, sir. Uh, that 
personally frustrates me because it's not true. And then it tells people, it, the, I call those people hope stealers, because if they steal someone's hope, then they won't go do what you have done. Uh, and so you know it's doable. Uh, do you think it's still doable today? I know it's still doable today, Dave. My uh, oldest son owns three homes, two of which are rental properties, and my youngest one owns six, five of which are rental properties. And so they're in their, what, 30s or 40s, and they are millionaires, too? Yeah, they're getting there, yes, sir. Uh, The oldest one is about 37. The youngest is about 32. Okay. And they're well on their way to being millionaires if they're not already. Yes, sir. Okay, very cool. So what advice do you have to the younger version of you that's listening out there? Um, The best advice I ever got, uh, a professor in college of mine uh, said, what would you have if you put $2,000 a year into a a 401k or an IRA? Uh, Because back then, that's what your max was. That's Um, right, it was. Yep. And so I, I, you know, looked at that and I came up with like $980,000. I was like, wow, that's pretty good. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's, that would be my recommendation. Just figure out a way to, to throw money at uh, a 401k or an IRA every year. Yeah. And the other main, the other main thing is to always tithe. Oh, I love that. So making giving a major priority in this whole thing. Yep. Wow. What I'm hearing here, and I, I mean, there's a, a a good side of this. It can work out in your favor and, or negatively, but there's a mentality here that's clearly been passed down because clearly his parents had money, mm. and now he's has money, mm. and his kids now are millionaires. And John, I think, I mean, am I right there that th- this is a way of thinking, this is a way of working, this is a way of handling our money that we're not only doing ourselves, but we're teaching our children to do, right? That's exactly right. My parents never made more than six figures in their lifetime, and both of them worked. Mm -hmm. And uh, when they retired, uh, they still saved money out of their Social Security checks, not Mm -hmm. to mention what they got in pensions. Um, So they were saving just about every penny they had, and uh, their net worth increased probably $400,000 in retirement. Wow. And I think that's, uh, you know, I think that's what's so incredible about that. It's when we talk about changing your family tree, that that's exactly what it looks like. And it, you don't have to make $500,000 a year to do this. It is the lesson that I'm taking away from this anyway. Yeah, that's That's true. Yeah. Very good. Well done, sir. Proud of you. Hero man. Look at you. You did it. You're actually worth $2.3 million. So cool. You're 61 years old. That's very fun. Uh, one of the myths that people believe is only the uber smart become millionaires. Mm. And actually what we find is the typical millionaire has around a 3.1 GPA. His was 2.9 in undergrad, 3.9 in <laughs> grad. We got a 1.5 earlier. Right, right. We got 3.7 <laughs> and a 3.5. Mine was 2.97. And if you haven't heard, I'm desperately bitter about that three one hundredths of a point. Um, <laughs> I probably attribute it to beer, but, um, <laughs> the, um, but the point is you really can't be like dumb, right? but you don't have to be uber smart. You don't have to have a 4.2. You don't have to be like a savant. Well, there's different ways of being smart. Everything's not like the book, the book test smart. You could be smart 
in other ways. You could have like common sense. That's right. There Look you go. What do you know about that? Well, you know, this is the Ramsey Show. Jade Washaw, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. This is a Baby Steps Millionaires theme hour. Our scripture of the day, Proverbs twenty-two twenty-nine. Do you see a man skillful in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. Kale Sanderson, three-time Olympic gold medalist in freestyle wrestling, said, unless you continually work, evolve, and innovate, you'll learn a quick and painful lesson from someone who has. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> Kyle is with us. Kyle is in Chicago. Hey, Kyle. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. How you doing, Dave? Better than I deserve. What's up? Not too much. Your net worth is? Uh, 1.32. Cool. Give me a little breakdown by category. Uh, so about 350 in cash, um, about 115, 120 in brokerage, about 60, 70 in retirement, and then the rest is in real estate. Okay. So and a little bit of business value, uh, too. I'm self employed. So okay. a little bit of business. So about 700 in real estate, give or take. All right. Cool. Uh, a little bit more than that. Okay. And uh, <laughs> your age? I'm 32. Okay. All right. Excellent. And uh, how much of this did you inherit? Zero. Okay. <laughs> and <laughs> what was your best year working and your worst year working so far? Uh, worst year was about negative $5,000 a handful of years ago <laughs> and an absolutely terrible year of business. Um, and then the best was about 250 Cool. What do you do? Uh, landscaping, snow plowing, uh, exterior lighting you know just small business type of stuff so when you talk about cutting grass oh i feel that one <laughs> yeah i hear you man okay you have a four-year degree no nope high school uh yes what was your gpa in high school um a's and b's i don't remember the exact number um but it just it you know nothing too crazy nothing you know out of the ordinary just kind of just got by but it okay, so you're a 32 really year old high school graduate that has a 1.3 million dollar net worth from running a landscape company mm. yep started it when i, I was so impressed walking walk pushing mowers down the street and it just kind of grew it grew it grew it and then kind of increased the value by adding different services and skills and kept at it Boys and girls wow. and whiners across America, listen carefully. Here's where money comes from. Work. Oh, my God. You work. You outworked everybody. I mean, there's definitely been enough 100-hour work weeks in there, but it is. Uh, <laughs> wow. Yes, you know, just sometimes you got to just put your head down and work. <laughs> wow. Hey, can I ask, what's your what's your relationship with debt been like? Like, what's your thought about that? Um. I'm so I'm not a hundred percent with you guys on the everything debt free, but I use them as different kind of levers. So like I have two houses paid off, but two houses have mortgages. So I kind of keep a healthy balance in case uh, I get injured or something, you know, uh, all the trucks are paid off for the company. So for so the most part, de debt averse for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. But when I do like take on something with debt, I try to, uh, you know, pay it off as quick as possible, but I also have a large cash cushion for, you know, so the, you know, a safety measure. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, oh. so let's pretend that the local high school there in your neighborhood invites millionaires to come and speak, and you go and speak, and a, a, a kid who's a, a senior in high school says, uh, hey, Kyle, America's broken. You can't be a millionaire today. Uh, that's It's easier today than it's ever been. Why? Because, because so many people don't want to work. That's opened up so much more opportunity for the people who do. Come on. Come on. Come on. I love that. I love it's that. All, so all you have to do is be willing is basically what you're saying. <laughs> like I do. I cut grass. You know, that's only a small part of what we do, but I cut grass. There's nothing special, fancy, or difficult about it you know it's just you got to get out there and go every time the grass needs cutting you yep. never miss and then along along the way you figure out where you can add more value increase your skill set now i could climb trees and remove trees now i could do low voltage lighting so i didn't just stay stagnant with cutting grass i expanded myself my value my skills to increase it. my income i love it i love every bit of this call you are amazing you're an absolute hero. Kyle, thanks a bunch, man. Congratulations, hero. So very proud of you. <laughs> when you can make a million, when you can have a million dollar net worth cutting grass. At 32 years old. Everybody else just needs to shut up. Just That's a mic drop. It's a mic drop. Just shut up. Oh, God. Just shut up. And what you know? he said is so true. But like, let, let's just scream and throw a fit and whine and melt down and say, oh, you can't. You know, I need I need fifteen dollars an hour, and I don't even show up. I need twenty dollars an hour, and I don't even show up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, but because you know, it's it's just America's not fair. Life's not fair. Well, I tell our kids growing up, the fair is where the tilt a whirl and the cotton candy is. Let me tell you about fair. Fair is you get off your fair butt and get to work. Okay. That's where fair is. And then you will find fair. It'll show up at your door and show, you know, then you'll be able to afford to go to the fair. (laughs) If you quit whining about everything being fair. Wow. Unbelievable. Yeah. I'm sorry. uh, You're not entitled. No. And he's not entitled. What a cool guy. Yeah. Very cool. I mean, 32 years old. I mean, he's just made really great decisions. He took what he knows how to do. And he's like, I can make a business out of this. I can find a way to make money out of this. And just little by little continuing to grow. I mean, obviously, it's not like a, a straight path. You know, you have good years and bad years. But he just continued on with it. And here we are. I just think that that's phenomenal. So today on a Baby Steps Millionaires theme hour, we talked to five millionaires. 2.9, 1.5, 1.2, 2.3, 1.3 million dollar net worth. 65 years old, 42, 29, 61, and 32 mm-hmm. years old. GPA is 3.5, 1.5, 3.7, 2.9, and 3.0 from high school. These are our millionaires for the day. The number of them that inherited their wealth, they became millionaires because of inherited money was precisely zero. Nine out of 10 American millionaires started with nothing, inherited some money, maybe, but only after they were already millionaires. Mm. 90% of America's millionaires did not become millionaires because of inherited money 89 percent detailed research has proven that mm. no they're not we didn't talk to a single person who was a professional con artist or crook oh look at that they did not steal their money wealthy people are all not thieves that's, that's right. the dumbest but Karl marx thing you can ever say mm-hmm. you must vilify the wealthy in order to destroy them with anarchy that's called communism moron seriously 
This is a it's the it's the Karl Marx playbook to vilify the wealthy. When instead in America, some of the nicest, best people you ever meet became wealthy because they're some of the nicest, best people you'll ever meet, mm-hmm. and they served mm-hmm. and they helped and they showed up and cut your grass and they did your accounting and they were nurse practitioners and they were software engineers and they were CPAs. Yeah. Today, yeah. not a single one listed crook as their career track. That's right. We also didn't talk to any NBA stars. Yeah, we didn't talk to any rock stars. Nope. I don't know if any of these people can even play the guitar. That's right. And they look, they weren't all 80 years old either. What no. do you know about that? You can be and, young. You know, and they had good lives. Yes. They enjoyed themselves. I just love debunking these myths. Yeah, it's just... I just love it. Yeah, you guys, you got to believe the truth in order to act on the truth. If you believe the crap that is floating around in our culture... It causes you to be stagnated. Yeah. Don't believe it. That's why we do this Baby Steps. That's why we wrote the new book. This is the number one bestseller, Baby Steps Millionaires, because they became millionaires by doing the baby steps. That's right. There is great hope out there. America is not perfect, but it is the best chance on the planet you have for the little man to succeed. That is not a patriotic statement. That is a statistical freaking fact. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh, people. Seriously. Get it. Get you some. Oh, my gosh. It's unbelievable. Jade Washaw, good hour. Proud of you. Thank you. Guys in the booth, the booth dudes, made it happen again. Excellent job, guys. We'll be back with you before you know it. In the meantime, remember, there is ultimately only one way to financial peace, and that's to walk daily with the Prince of Peace, Christ Jesus. What's up, guys? It's Jade. Look, if you like what you heard in this episode and want to know more about getting started on the Ramsey Baby Steps, go to RamseySolutions.com and click the Get Started button. We'll help you figure out the best next step for you based on your specific situation. That's RamseySolutions.com and click Get Started.